0: And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 232, and today I'm joined by actor Cody Crane. Cody has been seen most recently on the series Ghosts, as well as Mark Weingust, who is the editor of Layered Buttered Magazine. And website, check it out. It's pretty nerdy awesome. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch the original Dune. I'm Jeremy and I have not seen this film.
2: I'm Mark and I have have not seen this film. I'll explain later. Wait a
1: minute. Okay. Cody, <laughs> I'll explain later. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm uh, Cody, and I have not seen this film.
0: Oh, well, we're all, so I'm more interested in Mark's backstory because that seems ours seem very straightforward. Yeah.
2: So during TIFF this past year, whenever there wasn't a midnight madness, there was this editing collective called Racer Trash that was going on at the Royal Racer Trash Racer Trash. Okay. Now, what it is is basically remixing the entire movie um, with like a bunch of different editors, and it. It basically goes through the entire movie, but it's a mixture of, I'm sure, what it's like to take LSD, um, be in trance with 80s vaporwave, and just nothing but really trippy visuals the entire time. And, it, the, and of various movies, or Doom in particular? Oh, uh, one of the screenings was just the entire thing of Dune. Oh, okay. And then you went to that? And I went to that one. That was like the last night that they did it, and it was phenomenal. But only only in the way where it's just, you would need to watch it with other people in a theater. They did stream it like simultaneously on Twitch, but seeing it in the theater and everybody losing their minds because this was never shown before was phenomenal. So, honestly, I still have no idea what the hell happens in this movie.
0: I feel like that might be the case after you watch the movie based on what I've heard of it.
2: You know what? That would probably explain a lot.
0: All I know, <laughs> outside of just like having seen the trailers for the new one, is that... Um, this movie is kind of considered a, a, a giant creative failure. Is that an accurate way to do it? Like, that's just what I remember from people here. I just know that it's one of those movies that pe- has always been someone's like, oh, they should do Dune properly. Because and I think it's also, it was probably just too ambitious for the time period. When was this made? 84. 84. So, ah, St- Star- I mean, sure, Star Wars paved the way for it. Yeah. We do- Lynch did this instead of Return of the Jedi, right? Correct.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Bad move! <laughs> Very bad move on his head. But, I mean, here's the thing. Maybe a great
1: stu- move for Star Wars. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody was trying to do their Star Wars. Everybody was trying to find what's the next Star Wars, what's the next Star Wars. So, obviously, you know, you take a science fiction novel, Dune, which already has, like, this invert, like, already this universe set up. It's like, perfect, it's easy to do, and all this. And I feel that with Lynch, you know, coming off of something like Elephant Man... You, know, you stick him in a studio setting, it's probably not going to work. You can't let him, you know, have no. free reign with something like that. Otherwise, you'll have something like, uh, if you've ever seen Jodorowsky's Dune, that documentary, you might have a 14, 15 hour movie on your hand.
0: No, I haven't seen that either. Oh, it's, but, a, it's fascinating. Because this is, I, and I know it's a book series.
2: Yes. And there's lots of books in the series. I, I, I'm i not a huge science fiction reader. I think there's five or six. Somebody's going to correct me on that.
0: And, uh, but enough if, that if, Denise's movie is successful. It'll spawn Did you Did you see Denise's movie? yet? I've not seen it yet. Have you no, cuz I I wanted to I see this not. first. Yeah. Oh, I was I was okay. holding off.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I saw I saw Denise during TIFF. I couldn't not, oh, not see it. Oh, that's fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Get out and leave the Blu-ray. <laughs>
2: fine, I'll take the Ultra HD with me. and I'll watch yeah. it at home in 4K. You
0: can have the 4K I'm with the Blu-ray. Um <laughs> So well, don't say anything because we want to.
2: No, you can, can for, you can compare
0: them after. Mm, I don't know. know
2: if I can really compare them, because I really have nothing much to go on. I didn't really read the books beforehand.
0: No, but I mean comparing like the new versions. Oh, this. okay, but without yeah. spoiling
1: it because I kind of want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I the only thing I know about this, and I don't know if this is true, is Sting in this. Yes. Ugh, Spoilers (laughs) God damn it Cody
2: It's not really a a spoiler I'm sure you'll be surprised To find out who is actually In this movie There's at least one person I'm sure you're gonna be like Wait what Why is he in here I can't wait Did
0: you not know Sting was in it No I don't know much about it Here's the thing Because this is one of those movies I think I always felt like I'm gonna hate it I'm not gonna like it I'm gonna either be bored Or confused Cause I I'm very hot and cold On David Lynch I either really? love Lynch or I'm like, ugh, I get me out of here. I, I can't, I'm, Wait,
2: which ones do you despise? <laughs> um, or, or just like are not
0: really that? I love Mahone Drive. You know, I really love Elephant Man. Uh, I even like Eraserhead in, in, in parts. Straight Story is great. Um, Lost Highway, and I'm, I'm kind of meh on. You know, I don't hate it, but I just, I'm like, ugh. About, I've tried so many times to watch the movie, I always fall asleep.
2: What about Wild at Heart?
0: Wild That Heart's like Those two really? are in the same category for me, where I appreciate the weirdness. Of, I just feel like I can't get high enough to appreciate this
2: movie. <sighs> I, I, I get that. I, I honestly I do. I keep on
0: trying. I've tried so many times to watch those movies to see what everyone else loves in them, but I just haven't. Where Mulholland Drive is one of the weirdest of the weirds, but there's something about that movie that like really hit me,
2: yeah.
0: and, I, and I really, really dug if, if for those who listening, if you want to do... We did a, an episode of that.
2: I was on that one, actually.
0: You were on that one, yeah. I and, that I, and I And like I did a deep deconstruction of it. But, uh, <laughs> so I'm very hot or cold on, on Lynch, and this one, just I looked at it and was like, I feel like I'm not going to enjoy it.
2: I'm surprised that you didn't invite your son for the screening, because this totally would have been up his alley. I would love to oh, hear what he thought.
0: I told him what we were doing, and he's like, oh, is that the one for the trail of that new movie that looks weird? I was like, "Oh, so he no. thinks the new one doesn't look good."
2: No, uh, I'm just—he'll eh, grow up, he'll learn.
0: I'm just saying, but from the marketing point of view, of a 12 year old boy was not even, though, even though all of his like Marvel and Star Wars heroes are in it,
2: he was still not interested. Go take him to the Scotiabank Theatre or the Cinesphere whenever they decide to show it. Just go take him to the IMAX. He's Theater. gonna see it because he's a little nerd. Yeah. but I'm just <laughs> saying
0: he was not swayed by the trailer. So I don't uh, take that for what you will. Uh, major studio. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to do fine, regardless of my son. Take uh, that,
2: Warner Brothers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Even there's, there's a meeting where they're going from didn't like the trailer. <laughs> we got to put out a different trailer. What are we going to
2: do? Put <laughs> more Lynch stuff. The kids love Lynch.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm going into this with very low expectations. Yeah. What what Cody? Where are you at?
1: Uh, yeah. Like f- for me, like sci-fi and fantasy is a stretch for me to begin with. Like, especially fantasy. And this one's like, like, I like Star Wars. I'm, I'm not into Lord of the Rings or, like, Harry Potter or anything like that. This is more like the, obviously towards the sci-fi, but looks like a little fantastical, too. I feel like I'm going to see things that, like, characters that I think are gross. I'm not going <laughs> to like that. <laughs> and, yeah, like, everything about it just seems like a movie that I just wouldn't watch. And that excites me. We are really setting the bar low Yeah this, We're going to be miserable it can, only, it can
0: only go up for me this, this, I, I, I imagine our viewing of this Will either turn into A mystery science theater Or something else This is going to be so much fun <laughs> Alright, well let's do it Let's all go to the lobby To get ourselves
2: a tree. So we just finished, um... A place beyond your dreams, a movie beyond your imagination, and a point in the movie where we're all just looking at our phones going, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to start. I feel like I could uh, I could talk forever and never even crack the surface of some of the things I was going through while watching this movie.
2: <laughs> it's ambitious. I will
0: give it that. That's a really kind way of describing this film. <laughs>
2: Listen, here's here's the thing: when you're taking a science fiction novel so dense, and I mean for those of you who have actually seen the Denis Villeneuve and it just know where it leads off, it, it's just. Oh my god, there is so much thrown in this movie. I, I feel that having actually seen the Denis No version, this actually makes more sense.
0: Well, I think... Well, I'm assuming the Denis Villeneuve one makes sense. Like, it's streamlined to some extent It's where-
2: streamlined, but the thing is, it's not this. It's not the complete movie. It's only part one. It doesn't tell you that in the posters or the advertising. Oh, but where they do lead off, it actually is really good. It actually does. Don't, don't, don't say anything more because they I no, do want to see not saying it. when it leads off. Like, sorry. Yeah, 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 no. Don't, just stop. It. Stop talking. Stop. I'll stop. Talking. I'll stop. I'll
0: stop. Uh, fuck. I don't know, man. It's just like every. First of all, I have a whole new bunch of ideas for Halloween costumes.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, all of the,
2: all them either Patrick Stewart or Sting related?
0: Or the bloated guy, the Baron? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Wow, like there's so much going on. Apparently, I was reading up. So they had when the when outside of most of the theaters, I don't know if they started off this way or did it after the first couple screenings. Uh, they handed out cheat sheets for the audience. I read that too. I was going to bring <laughs> it up. Yeah, <laughs> because of it's course amazing. you'd have to, and that's a big sign. Saying, yeah. uh, your movie's not quite working. I would even I was making fun of the fact that it felt like mm-hmm. it was in school because the opening is just Virginia Madison. Uh you I, don't
2: really realize it's Virginia Madison. No, I didn't realize it was
0: Virginia <laughs> Madsen at all until I looked up the who's in the credits. And I'm like, who is she? Anyway, she speaks at you for about a good three or four minutes straight. And to the point they keep on fading her out and then bringing her back in, is that they forgot they knew. Oh yeah, more I forgot. <laughs> and I think. Here, here's my, th- and then they go into like a PowerPoint presentation, on all the different planets. That all of that, I swear,
1: must have been added after. Yeah, like, do you think that the also the ADR was added after? So I was wondering that if they're like, I don't think we get the actor's intention here. Oh, all of the voiceovers in yeah. their heads. Oh God,
0: probably because it, because usually in a movie it's like you get to hear one person's inner thoughts. You get everyone's here <laughs> yeah. at random, and sometimes small characters, the housekeeper that you only see from two scenes. <laughs> that must be it. This it must be like his them just trying to fix the movie.
2: Yeah, I feel so bad for Lynch just even trying to adapt this, because it 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 gets to a point where it's just nothing but exposition, scene after scene. That's after all scene. it
0: is. It's I couldn't. I had such a hard time staying awake. Yeah, I noticed so that much you nodded in off movie.
2: multiple times during this. Oh my this. god. And, and I don't, I don't know, blame you. I don't know if that
0: made it better or worse, but it this was a
2: hard movie to It's a, It's both a fever dream and just, like, so painfully you, slow. I don't even want to say slow. It's just the pacing is all over the place. And also, it's just, there's nothing to grasp onto. There's no, yeah. like, emotional core. There's, like... It just feels so soulless, which again is, is, I don't know whether this is Lynch in a way both fighting within the studio system to try and make something that seems both fantastical and cerebral, but I also feel because it's based on such a dense source material, he feels trapped to get everything in there. What works with Star Wars is because Lucas knows mythology and knows how mythology works, that he's able to create the universe, and he's able to expand on it. Here, the universe is kind of closed. There's not a lot that he can play with. There's not a lot that he can invent. I don't know, man. He didn't invent anything? All this shit's in the book?
0: Yeah. Even the pugs? The pugs were the best part. (laughs) Every time a pug came on screen, it made me happy. That weird cat in the cage that someone had to milk?
2: Just, like, that's a thing. No, 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 no. We're all just ignoring the part where Patrick Stewart marches into war holding the pug and says, For Duke Leto! And just charges into war.
1: <laughs> I, I'm so confused. <laughs> Cody, you, you go. <laughs> yeah, this is this is weird. Actually, um, one of the things I didn't want to bring up earlier because I thought it might have been a spoiler is that I, I've seen the last, like, ten minutes of the movie. As soon as it gets to that Sting knife fight... I walked into my apartment my roommate was watching that. So I was like, is that fucking sting right now? Just knife fighting someone? And then it abruptly ended and that was it. And I was like, oh, what the fuck was this movie? And now watching the full thing, I still don't know. I'm still confused. I just don't know what... Like, they spend so much time repeating the same simple things... That like it's like the most simplistic things, and they're just repeating it over and over again to you, and you're like, okay, but like move on from this. Like, and also, get I don't someone. get it. Yeah, this movie, it's it's could have been like
0: half the length. It just yeah. it never ends too. You're just like, oh, this feels like the oh no, no,
2: no we're gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, goes on for like another couple minutes, and then it's like it it, it it doesn't even know how to naturally end. It just ends.
1: It just ends. <laughs> It, I love it. It just ends. There's no point. Well, yeah, like, I mean, it ends with, once Sting is dead, even though to them, like, he was standing behind everyone. It didn't seem like he was someone, like, in his dreams, I get it, he needed to kill him, but from the bad person perspective, like, was that their top person that no! they were relying on? he was, like, a henchman. Yeah. He was, the Baron was, like, the guy. And then they watch him die... And they're like, well, I guess we all give up.
2: Fuck. <laughs> it's like, no, I still want to kill him. I, I, I just want to kill him. All the Atreides aren't dead. I just want to kill him.
0: <laughs> I don't, it, not, none of it. I did. I, I don't think
2: there's, like, I didn't, I don't know how I feel, guys. Okay. I'm like. <laughs> Political intrigue, religious fanaticism mixed with indigenous decolonization mixed with I don't know. It's the kitchen sink of movies, and not in a good way. <laughs> not it's, even movies. This is like science fiction turned into a movie.
1: And, and, go ahead. The religion stuff's so confusing, too. Like, everyone is so, like, uh, talking about God and everything, which is so weird for, like, a space movie. Well, it takes place, what, in ten year 10,000 or something?
2: 10,191. Thank you. Yeah, ten thousand one hundred ninety-one.
1: They didn't give up on religion at that point. Like, no, they got they got <laughs> well, no, way because, more intense about it. No, because you got like
2: a feminist relig- religion that is clearly like we're we're really responsible for mixing bloodlines and making sure that we can control stuff. Sh- no, no, no Cody's it's, brain it's, just broke. Nobody. <laughs> no, nobody's no, no, okay, no, no. Things, <laughs> the Benedict Jesuit, the one who like put like, the. You can't. You don't I, even I, I can't, know. I can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't even. There's so much that goes on. It, I I can't even explain it. There were gross characters. Yeah, <laughs> you got your wish. Yeah. You
0: fished your wish. Yeah, that that opening scene where you they introduce the Baron. Yeah, that might be one of the most disturbing things I've watched because none of it makes any sense. Like they bring out that slave guy. It's it's a weird and they and he then
2: he just rips him apart in the most sexual way. It's it's a weird yeah. thing, and I mean, judging that's also nineteen eighty four. There is a very problematic AIDS gay context to that, and it's it it's just it, uh, yeah. it's very very weird. And it is, doesn't and, fit. And is the it's and Is the why the barons
0: all messed up? Is it because of spice? I
2: I think so. Maybe that's it's the also other just thing. like like a whole metaphor for corruption and just like being evil makes you look ugly Ugh. Or something
0: so this whole the whole thing it wraps around spice right this idea of like spice is this big thing we never once
1: see it being used
0: no not we, really. We
1: thought he was using it. We thought he was. eating I thought he ate it. like a big
0: piece or like, Oh, dude, that if you're trying spice the first time, you, you wanted to take it easy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's a small amount or large amount, but it seemed like a mouthful. But then Mark was like, "That's not spice." Both Cody and I were like.
2: What the fuck? Where's the spice? He, he scanned a thing and it said it was safe, 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 so I assumed it was food.
1: But he said spice and then he put it in his mouth. Oh awesome.
2: no, 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 because he sniffed it in the earlier scene where
0: they are saving everybody. Because See, The problem is you're trying to make sense of something right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, both Cody and I, anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway. See, this makes me both really want to watch the new one and not at all. Cause if it's even like a fraction of this, Here, I, here's the thing:
2: this movie is incredibly dark. It is just like very black. There, any of the daytime yeah. scenes are really, you know, on Arrakis, just in the desert. Everything else, it's very dark. There, there's not a lot of light in this movie. <laughs> this one we just watched, yeah. Well, it's just also it's just it's very muddy.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't care about anyone in this movie. They don't let you. Like, you don't know anything about anyone.
2: It just happens.
1: Yeah, things are just happening. They spend so much time trying to let you know about the world that they don't really let you in. Like, you don't even know anything about Paul, really. Except, and and
0: yet, and the irony is he's constantly telling you what he's thinking. Yeah, but you don't know, like, I don't know what these people's goals are. It's
2: because audiences are stupid and they're not allowed to think for themselves. That's why I'm sure it's probably, like, De Laurentiis or somebody at Universal is like, you gotta put in something for the audience to know what the fuck is going on. Well, here.
0: that's what Cody was saying, is like, that all that stuff he thinks was added after all the voiceover and the heads. And, because, oh, right,
2: right, right, yeah, so that because, would make sense.
0: Because also, why give it to every character?
1: Yeah, yeah, because some of the times, too, like with the, the housekeeper situation, you kind of got what, like, okay, something's going on here. But then since the housekeeper is, like, I don't know, her only part is to tell him that there's a traitor, but I thought they already knew that. Like, there was a voiceover before that was that was saying the assumption is that there are traitors within us. And then she just said, I'm not telling you who, but there is a traitor. And then that person that is a traitor dies pretty quickly, too, (laughs) and is inconsequential. Like, it just didn't... It's pretty episodic, the whole thing. Yeah.
0: Apparently, um, uh, Patrick Stewart said it was the most uncomfortable costume he'd ever worn in his life. Uh, that that the black thing that they oh, were after, god. and Max von Sydow agreed, but didn't care because he said he looked awesome in it.
1: <laughs> he himself,
2: well, 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 no, no, Max did or Patrick did because Patrick Patrick looked amazing throughout this entire film. The moment that he comes on screen, you totally forget, like, oh my god! Right, he did have a career before Next Generation. Yeah, he
0: was, and he was, he had this like sitar kind of thing. Oh, I saw this other movie with him that I did uh, a couple months ago for the podcast. I can't remember what it's actually called, but it was like space vampires. What is like a horror movie that he was in uh, before? Again, it was around this era before he broke out with Star Trek. Uh, you're looking it up. That's I'm,
2: I'm going to go look it up. Keep talking. I'll I find can't, it. it.
0: It's called, I'm not going to remember the name of it, but I did it with. Um, I did it on the on the podcast, but the name escapes me of the movie. It's not good, <laughs> uh, but it's interesting. Here's thing it makes a lot more sense than this movie does. Yeah. Oh, God. What? Yeah. I don't even know. It's it, Here's the thing. That's why I never wanted to watch it all these years. <laughs> I knew.
1: I <laughs> fucking knew it. I knew it was going to be exactly that. Well, the, the thing about, like, when we were watching it at the start, I was like, okay. Um, just, like, effects-wise, I was trying to pay attention to that. And when the first, like, creature comes in, I'm like, okay, they're doing a lot of practical here. I think if they keep this up, the effects are going to hold up pretty well. It's here's the thing: visually, production design,
0: that the movie scores high marks. It's so interesting to look at, and the effects are really cool and interesting. There's one second. Oh my it really god! Turns the movie around. We, <laughs> we called it the Minecraft effect. Okay. Can, <laughs> Cody, can you please explain what happened at this point in the movie?
1: So uh Patrick Stewart walks into the room with uh This is about
2: what, fifteen minutes in? Yeah. Uh, super early, early in. Super early. Yeah,
1: it's it's early in. We've already seen the big creature, the practical threat cre- creature, and I was at this point thinking, okay, I think. The, the guy that has a vagina be, for the mouth. Yeah. I was like, okay, after that I was like, the effects are gonna be like pretty good, I think. And so, all I could think of when I saw that guy, not not to switch <laughs> the car is that, oh
0: man, someone approved this creature because Jabba the Hutt was just in a movie. And they're like, yeah, that's our Jabba.
1: Great. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Continue. So, for some reason, Patrick Stewart and Paul, they fight.
2: He's Uh, basically training him to show, like, no mercy mercy or just, like, there's no... Um, like, warning to fights. Like, you need to learn.
1: Right. And yeah. they do it by turning on these... Shields. Shields. Really. That are that attached to their belts. are completely blocky and you can't understand what is happening it, anymore when they're fighting. They create big, giant squares and rectangles
0: around their body shapes. So, that yeah, So, yeah. You can kind of see, but not really. So, they look like Minecraft characters. But also, you don't get to see the fight.
1: Yeah, I and this happens a, another time later in the movie too. I can only imagine that the stunt coordinator is like watching. He's going to the premiere. He's like, okay, let's do my work. <laughs> this fight, I'm telling you, this fight was really good. We did a lot of work on it, and Patrick, yeah. it was great. I know he's the beginning
0: slow, but you're finally gonna see a fight scene. <laughs>
1: yeah, what? What the fuck? <laughs> Can't see any. They, and remember, of it. this
2: is like post Tron. This is probably like post uh, Young Sherlock Holmes. I can only imagine that somebody
0: too. There's someone at like an ILM type company that made like something really cool, and then they're like, "No, <laughs> do this." It's like, are you sure that's what you wanted to look like? Yeah. Uh, can we talk? This is Warner Brothers, right? Uh, no, Universal. Universal. Somebody approved this. Like, it has to. It has to be because of Star Wars. That they're just desperate for any other science fiction stuff because someone approved the script, they approved costumes, wardrobes. They're getting dailies. How oh, they're getting dailies of Sting in that underwear piece? How do, how do you even define that? That that my I define that as my Halloween costume for this year. <laughs> that amazing one underwear piece. But who's the production executive at Universal for this movie that they must have been fired?
1: Or on tremendous amount of coke. You, the whole reason, though, like every explanation you can give is just them sending those dailies in, being like, I don't, I don't think this is very good. That probably was what they said about Star Wars. Okay,
0: yep, let's keep going. You know, we just, here's the thing. I will say this. To, to the actors' credits credit, uh, they are really just laying it all out there. Everyone is just really dedicated to whatever the fuck Lynch is trying to do like they're they're not good. everyone right. here is giving career worth performances, <laughs> but they're all dedicated to it they're all really buying in to whatever their director's selling them like nobody nobody's, God bless nobody's them. really like you, no just ah. nobody's bad
1: because they're not no. bad actors mm-hmm. they're just the movie just doesn't give them to work with yeah, no, and the movie also like just. Shits on them with that ADR, like that immediately shits on every actor in this just by making them do ADR of their every thought throughout the movie. It's like, oh, I wasn't portraying that at all. I was really trying to make that seem like what I was. My intention was that's not what I was thinking at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, uh, I loved how the Baron was just one note the whole time: scream, <laughs> scream, and spit. Scream, spit, fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that poor actor's like, what do I need to do to just be
0: disgusting? Done.
1: Check. <laughs> and I stand next to Naked Sting the whole time? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and you get a fly. How? Unclear. <laughs> <laughs> at one point it looked like he was wearing a jetpack, but that was only at one point. I thought that too. How did. I don't even want to know. How did he fly? Fuck, who knows? Who does, knows? Does who
2: cares? It's Dune. Yeah, because of Dune. course
1: he can fly. Spice. Spice makes them fly. <laughs> I, sure.
2: It, <laughs> yeah. It makes them go through space and time. It expands their consciousness. It kind of destroys them inside. It makes
1: them fly. It makes them fly. But it, the, it, it, it just makes them fly. To me, the big thing is that, that they keep talking about this fucking spice, but I have no idea... What it really does. Like, it's a drug, but, like, what? why do they need it so badly? Why does everyone need it? Who, well, that's just
0: it. It's for, basically oil or but, water. But for but, something that's so important, we never see its practical use. Yeah. Right? And this is always, and this is the one thing that bugs me about big, like, like, big picture movies about giant worlds, right? And I find, even Star Wars is guilty of this. Um, and the Harry Potter movies are guilty of this as well, and even Lord of the Rings, right? Like, they always talk about there's the Empire, there's all these big bad things, but even in the first couple Star Wars, you're you're all you're spending your time with is like the Rebels and with the Empire. It's like, I don't know how the day-to-day people fucking deal with this. It wasn't until really Rogue One that you get to see how the Empire treats regular people and regular citizens of this universe. I'm like, fuck, context. And the same as... Um, you know, in Harry Potter, it's not until like the fifth movie or something like that when you see them in London and you see the Death Eaters in you pine, you're like, oh, this is what it would look like if they took over. Because everything feels so isolated
2: and small. Yeah. And again, this is this is what I touched on earlier that Star Wars has that kind of open universe. There's nothing that really closes it off because it's not really based on any source material. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Dune are all You know novels that have their own closed universe because within the I
0: I don't know I don't know I don't agree with that concept because they're gonna they're doing Amazon's doing a Lord of the Rings series. Yes, takes place. There is
2: no such thing. I know, I know, but closed text. I I know, but Tolkien's work is very expansive. Like there's more than just you know Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but but
0: but that nature is not a closed text, right? And you can argue that Star Wars is based on source material. It's George Lucas
2: script. No, oh, George Lucas' script. No, but what I mean is that he he created the mythology, which, you know, and its original source material, the first instance of it is shown on film. Lord of the Rings is first as a text in a book. Right. Dune is first text in a book. But that doesn't so do mean re- you can't rip it apart and open it up. No, I know. But if you have fans of the book, they there are, I'm sure, expectations that are put on to...
1: I guarantee I don't you... Don't think- I- yeah, that didn't meet them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I promise you, after that, they're like, sure, if you need to change shit, we get it. We totally get it. I mean, here's the thing about, again, Mark's seen the new one, I have not yet. After that, I can't imagine any fans are like, you can't do worse than that. Like, just make something. And looking at the cast that's in the, in the new one, I'm like, it's, the script had to be there.
2: Honestly, with the cast in the new one, at least I know who is who. When I'm watching the Dune one, I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Within the universe, because some of them just look exactly the same. No, I, and I could not tell them
0: apart. I couldn't track like all the bearded dudes and just the uh, I. Yeah, no. The only person I could really follow was the Baron uh, Kyle, McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin, and then Sean Young sh- shows up every now and then so that he can make out with somebody. Uh, so bad. It's uh, it, it's it's bad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not with not without like you know every, everything. You know, production level seems to be there.
0: Oh, gorgeous. I, gorgeous to look at. Like, the production design, they put their money on the screen. Yeah. For sure. With the exception of that one fight. Yeah. But apparently, I was reading, so, so, like, Lynch, who knows at what point? I'm, I'm curious to know more, be, but he refuses. He doesn't want to ever talk about this movie. No. It's, it's such he, a, he's,
2: like, disowned it.
0: Fair. Well, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> Uh, I just can't imagine how, at what point he must have given up on it or he's just stopped because it's just, you know, as a filmmaker, it, it they're just so hard whether they're good or they're bad, but it's just, I can't, I, at what point do you realize I'm
2: polishing your turd? <laughs> he must have been so frustrated. Like, I, and I, here's the thing, didn't uh, Dino De Laurentiis also produce Blue Velvet, like, right after this? Do you think that's just more of an apology? Oh, for whatever
0: shit he went through with on this?
2: Yeah. Oh, maybe, or maybe they just got along. But Lynch did the screenplay
1: too, right? I
2: know, but he was like, working on it for God knows how long. And I mean, when you take that book and you make it that.
1: I don't know. I think he's partly to blame. I, I'm not gonna let him off the hook here. No, but it does feel like the movie
0: is severely edited. And yeah. like there's it, so, it, so it, much so much over, over, studio
2: interference. So movements.
0: much studio and then at one point there's like for the next two years, it's like what? <laughs> like there's
1: just no cli- like there's yeah. no structure to this movie. Yeah. At all. Also, when he uh when Paul first gets to uh these blue eyed people The Fremen. Um <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the free man.
2: That, this thing the most the free blue,
1: if they put that blue eye effect just as like a pink outline instead of those blocky things, I would have understood there was an armor around them. But when he first gets to these blue-eyed people, the Freudmans or whatever. Fremen. <laughs> I, I prefer Freudmans. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, I'll take a hundred of your warriors and I'll train them and then they'll train other people. He takes the top 100. Two of them were young children. (laughs) The 100 to train the rest, two of them were very young children that we saw at the forefront of every single, like, battle. Shot in that that scene.
2: And when they go to
1: the worms, too, they're at the front. And,
0: like, first to go up, to. Can we, speaking of children, can we talk about his sister? Who was born very premature, is still,
2: like, a blood vessel. And honestly, the only part where you actually feel there is a David Lynch stamp on this movie, besides yeah. the creature? Besides the Baron and all that stuff? There's uh, lots of
0: David Lynch No, no, st- no, no, no. no. <laughs> I just
2: meant, like, the very surreal, like, dreamlike quality. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah, well, there's th- a that's, couple. That's why I mean.
0: There's quite a bit of that. Yeah. But, and then she becomes this... No,
2: no, in, in a, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But, like, in a P- Like, it says PG-13 right here.
0: How? How is this movie... Well, I guess when, no- with
2: With that, like...
0: It's, here's you know why because the, the rating system. It's also the eighties PG thirteen. Oh, that's true. So, oh right, because
2: this was the, after Temple of Doom and after Gremlins, and they're like, yeah, you know what? With all the bloody violence, we might just need to stick a little bit of the.
0: Well, there's not really. I mean, there's blood. There's not. There's no swearing. There's no sex. No, no. Really.
2: no it's just like blood and disturbing images.
0: Which America is fine with. <laughs> anyway, so she becomes this... Uh, she's one of these this, these women priestesses, the, the witches. The kind of... Yeah, whatever they are. Yeah. Uh, the The poor actresses that had to shave their heads for this movie. Yes. I'll call them. Although oh, some of them are wearing that hippie stuff a little higher. You're like, yeah. you refused. <laughs> you weren't paid enough. Anyway, she becomes the the queen of them at this young age... Because she's also, she kills the Baron just through her words?
2: Uh, the mixture of the words, and then, uh, remember that, like, needle thing? The needle thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. From the beginning of the film. That yeah, that's,
0: I mean, I don't know what that thing did. I just remember seeing it earlier, so like, uh, sure.
2: It's basically, like, if this pricks you,
1: you die. But it, it only kills beasts, they said. Or yeah. the only Well, the Baron, check. Yeah. Yeah. He ticks that box. Yeah,
2: he's got some animal instincts in him. Also, what I mean,
1: you said no, no sex, but there is that brief flashback to them having sex. What is that? Yeah, so they're about to leave the planet, and then uh, Paul's parents, Paul's mom,
0: just has a quick flashback of them in bed, her her and her husband (laughs) getting down for no reason whatsoever.
2: (laughs) Well, no reason. I mean, that's how you know she's pregnant with her sis with his sister.
0: Oh, I mean, there's a million other ways to do that, but sure.
2: I know, but I feel like that's really the only possible explanation. I think
1: Paul mentioned it, too. Well, you would assume that the parents had had sex before. We didn't need to see it. If, they, if Paul would have just had his mention, well, that just did the way map, that. That scene was first edited together. I was like, is
0: this Paul's flashback? Whose flashback is this?
2: <laughs> it took me a second to confirm that it was the mom's. Whoever holds the pug has the flashback.
0: Well, that's just it, right? This movie has no point of view. It's seemingly Paul, but it's not really either. There's no, like, narrative force. There's no... Stri- There's just no... Ugh, anything. It's just for a movie that has so much packed into it; it is about nothing. Like for my, for me watching it, I'm sure there are many people that watch this and go, "Oh no, it's all you know, it's all the things you mentioned, Mark. It's like the politics and the religion." But it's like as, as someone just watching it, who just wants to watch a movie and follow it, I can't.
2: No, you can't. You really can't. This is one of those movies. I'm sure you're going to have to. Um you know, talk to your son one day, and it's like, you and I, we're going to go share some drugs and watch this.
0: Oh, my God. I can't imagine if he watched this with me. He for, he'd, be, he'd be angry. He'd be <laughs> so angry. <laughs> <laughs> and he's down with watching movies that are not the best.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. And if anything, like, I will give you a plethora of movies from my collection, too. I know. Here's a good introduction of stuff. Not this one. No, 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 no. Don't start with the studio stuff. Start with the independent stuff. Then, then we'll go into bad studio stuff. Then we'll go into Dune. Cats. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, Cats he wants to see. Oh,
1: no, 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 no. You can't show him Cats right now. Oh, Cats is a must-watch. I know, but you have to go see with an audience. That's true. I, I watched Cats and VIP. I, I don't know how I felt. I definitely like... Did you go alone? No, two, two of us went, we were side by side, we were watching it. No one in the theater spoke the entire time. <laughs> I just stood there with my mouth open, just eyes wide. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Cats only because I know
2: how terrible it is. You need to watch it with an audience. It will change your life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I'll give a th- you a better appreciation, sorry. Well, the Royal was doing the screenings for a while.
2: Uh, the Royal and the Review, I went to one of the... The Review was one of the last times I saw something in a the theater before the yeah, lockdown. Yeah. Oh, my... Oh, wait. Actually, I've got photos from it. I'll, I'll show you afterwards. There's no way... Yeah, they are not
0: great on a, a podcast. They're <laughs> not great uh. on a podcast, no.
2: No visual aids. So, to that oh. point,
0: what are some of your, like, favorite movies that are just kind of universally accepted as being not great movies? I mean, you love
2: The Room. I love The Room. I know too much about that movie. That's the problem. We did that on the podcast as well. Um, hmm. uh, Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, actually, I was the one to show you that, and you were all... I had a very see. similar
0: reaction yeah. to this movie. It's like, okay. Mark, you owe me two... This is another two hours of my life you owe me. That's not true. <laughs> That's I, not true. I, I, I'm the one that set this one up.
2: I, I wanted was to more watch more than that. having to indulge. Um, let's see there I mean you have your typical there's troll two there's Birdemic shock and terror troll 2, did an episode of that yeah um there's anything that Neil Breen has ever directed and done there is um hmm, 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 what else would I count as a bad movie um shoot i mean I'm, I'm blanking on this Kobe, I, do you
1: have any i'm I'm the king of bad comedies like if there's a comedy on like Netflix or Amazon or anything, I'll usually watch it. <laughs> and like I've seen straight to D V D sequels that you wouldn't ever believe. Like without a paddle too. The first one's bad. Oh. The second one's okay, you wouldn't even fine. imagine. There's, yeah, some, there's some good jokes. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine.
2: <laughs> Matthew Lillard and Seth Green can yeah. do
1: whatever. No hey Matthew Lillard was one of my acting teachers. Really? But without a paddle's pretty shit.
0: <laughs> Matthew Lillard was one of your acting teachers? Yeah.
1: I love Matthew Lillard. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan Because, like, I love SLC Punk. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So, that's, that's one I of actually me.
2: haven't seen. That's actually. Oh, a that's a great, great movie. That's my oh. Black hole. Oh. That's one.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, that's
2: a
0: movie that I had in VHS. I have not. I couldn't. When I was upgrading, I could never find a, a, a
1: disc of it. I have it on DVD. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll hook you up with it. <laughs> it's good. It's a good one. Yeah. Um but other, yes. other bad
2: comedy, so
1: uh road trip to like the sequel, straight to D V D comedy sequels. Brutal. That's like, your jam. Yeah. I uh, oh god. I'll watch all of them. Every Sandler movie, I'll watch it. Uh there's a lot of bad ones in there. But yeah, that's that's kind of my jam. Any comedy, I will watch it. I don't I don't have any off
0: the top of my head that I can think of. I think there's some movies that I'm sure that I love that people are just like, what the fuck? Like Return to Oz was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I think that one that one polarizes people quite a bit. Again, we did that on the podcast. We did that as a double feature with the original Return uh Wizard of Oz. Which is still one of my, my childhood favorites, but
2: Ugh. Right. See, see, it's like this movie was so bad. I'm trying to look up other bad movies that I've liked um, like, um, Shock Treatment, like the, the kind of sequel to Rocky Horror, I love it. I know not a lot of people really like it, but it's got some great music in that. I don't even know it. Oh, i that's one I'll show you. That one's a great one. Oh, Sally Night, Deadly Night.
0: Oh, I feel like I watched it. I think that was on the Criterion Channel one point a couple years ago. I might have picked it up. I watched it. Oh,
2: you know what? Rad. 1986,
0: Rad. No, No? see, you're deep diving on stuff I know nothing about. Mm. (laughs)
1: All right, final thoughts on Dune, Cody. Oh, I mean, would not recommend. Um, Actually, you'll be in shock. I mean, there's some movies... I know you you said you were having trouble nodding off. I wasn't having trouble nodding off in this at all. I was just mesmerized by everything that was happening around me and just couldn't believe that it was made. I was trying to... (laughs) like, look at every actor in the scene, too. Some of them looked ashamed to be there. <laughs> like they, they knew? Yeah, and they knew. They knew. There's the one guy uh, that kind of uh, looks like uh, Dave Thomas a little bit. Okay. Um, with the red hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, at the end scene there, everyone's staring at Paul as he's making a speech, but when it cuts to that group, you just see that guy, like, this the whole time. he's just, like, shaking his head, looking at the (laughs) ground. (laughs) Um, So, trying to think about, like, what is this actor thinking during this? What is production thinking? Like, what is happening here? So, that kind of stuff really kept me entertained through it. Just, like, my mind racing around, trying to look at everyone that's on screen to see if I can get, like, any kind of inkling of, like, what's happening. Also, um... The lead actor, Kyle McLaughlin, it looked like he was trying not to burst out into laughter for like the first fifteen minutes. Every time you saw him, he was like giggling at every single moment. And then as the movie goes on, he just doesn't have that wonder anymore. He's lost yeah. the
0: will to live.
1: <laughs> See, I, I
0: read that as he's just he's just buying into it, and he his character's becoming uh, more serious. Uh, Mark uh,
2: only for the only for like the Lynch completionists really, at this point, because it's it's such an oddity. If anything, it's just more of a case study between, you know, if you're analyzing what studio's responses after Star Wars, and, like, everybody trying to get the next Star Wars, or merchandising the next Star Wars. It's really the only reason why you should ever watch this. But I will say, if you're going to go see the Denis Villeneuve one, go see it in IMAX and go see it, because the spectacle is very much there.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I would say the only way to watch this is with other people who and then do the mystery sci Mystery Theater three thousand. <laughs> my brain's fried. Mystery Science Theater three thousand. <laughs> Sit there and have fun, you know, laughing at it and ripping it apart. That's the only way to watch this. I there's no way I would have made it through if I was watching it on my own.
2: Oh, no, I don't blame you. This is probably why we all agreed, you know what, we all really haven't seen this, let's just watch it and
1: just Suffer together?
2: Yeah, <laughs> suffer together. I, Misery loves company.
1: <laughs> I should say, too, this is my first David Lynch movie. No! Oh, this is my introduction. No! My when I was looking through, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't seen any of these. No. Oh. Oh. Well, here's the thing. It only goes up from here. <laughs>
2: There's no other bad movie
1: that you could... David
2: Lynch movie that you could watch in this
0: No, one. like, they're all... Here's the thing. They're all, like, layers of of strange weirdness, but... There there's sense to be made from them in a weird way. Uh, Yeah, don't. Here's the thing. Don't let this turn you off of Lynch altogether. (laughs) This is definitely
1: his worst movie. Uh, It's worth checking out some of the movies. That's fair. The the thing with this one, it's weird, but it makes me really want to like find all of those action figures and just like have them, (laughs) just because they're so weird now. Well, Mark, you were saying
0: there is a special feature on that. Yes, there is a special feature yeah.
2: on the um, on the Arrow. deluxe edition of the Arrow release, where there is a featurette about merchandising Dune. So everything from the action figures to the pencil cases to the it, it's crazy. Is it, they were expecting this thing to be a hit? Yeah, they were, but I mean, here's the thing: it, it's basically you know the giant movie of the summer. I wonder, I forget when this was even released. Um, and it's just like you have to merchandise so because you're expecting it to be a big hit with the kids. And all these kids love science fiction. They love Star Wars. So we're gonna make it appeal to them. So we're gonna release, you know, action figures of the Sandworm or the Baron or the Sting character or
1: Polychron. yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah this I is think, also the era where they made action figures for every single thing that came out. Like. Yeah every action movie had Ironically
0: even though it is considered even by like you know critic standards audience standards Lynch's worst movie it's also his highest grossing
1: <laughs> Because <laughs> no.
0: Well that's the, he you know the kind of movies he makes are not big audience movies Yeah This is this is, is his true. this is really his only with the exception of like the straight story You know this is his really only big and that's not even a big movie this is more it's a more accessible movie but really, this is his shot at doing a big studio movie, and since then, with the exception of, like, doing, you know, uh, Twin Peaks, it's really, everything else is pretty, you know, small and insular, and not really meant for big, wide audiences. And even Twin Peaks is an oddity of a TV series when you compare it to everything else, right? Right. Anyway. Well, anyway, thank you for uh, suffering through this with me. I, I appreciate you indulging me. Uh, I, uh, I, I feel validated by what I thought it would be going into it. And, uh, and I've, I don't know, I, I, I will not get that two hours back, but I, I appreciate it only because of the last hour I spent with
2: you. <laughs> a place beyond your dreams, a movie beyond all our comprehension.
0: Yeah. Let's all go to the. Line. Thanks for joining us for Dune. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on ThatShelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at LonJeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before.